the Vagabond Way podcast. The journey goes ever on with the long road. This episode, a deep tube of love. Now that's not a deep tube of love, to be clear. Rather, a deep love of tubers. Some tuber-based silliness from the long road this week, aka the ridiculous, followed by an entry from the Vagabond Diary of Steve Bonham, aka the sublime, proving how in one episode we can have silly and serious sharing the same atmosphere. Kev takes us on a jaunt to North Africa for his latest Cafe Corner as well. The Vagabond Way podcast featuring The Long Road is exploring the world of the troubadour, the adventurer, the vagabond. The world isn't beige, it isn't processed, it's authentic, it's rich and it's real. If those are the sorts of sentiments that make your brain light up, then hop on board. We are embracing all of those things, we're celebrating all of that, and we'd love it if you joined us on the journey. Greetings, I am Chris the Bish Leiden. I hope that this latest episode from The Long Road finds you, uh, you know, as well as can be expected whilst we're in the midst of all this stuff. Um, a slightly wild episode this week, I suppose. Some fripperies, some serious stuff, some thoughtful, some thought-provoking. Um, a mix of things, just as we like it here at Vagabond HQ. Um, I'll not chat here too long. Lots of hashtag content to get through. Uh, don't forget, though, our new EP release, Out of the Darkness, is out now. Check it out on Bandcamp, on Spotify. Uh, there's videos for three of the four songs that are up on YouTube. Uh, Do You, On a Bridge Across the River, and If There's a God Out Here. We are working on the final video for this EP, uh, Waiting on a Storm, right now. So it should be out in a week or two. There is a new episode of our Transatlantic Connection show, which came out on Tuesday, just gone. Um, search YouTube or Facebook um, for the Transatlantic Connection show. The episode is even available to watch on our Instagram uh, page, which is very flash. So look on Instagram for Do It The Vagabond Way. That's our username. Fab chats with Mark Mandeville and Rayanne Richards, an Americana folk duo from Massachusetts, USA. Um, our own Kev Moore chats with Stuart Jones from Woodworm Studios about the current state of the music industry. Uh, and our very own Steve Bonham takes you behind the curtain of how he incorporated his musical life with his other professional lives in his new book, How to Survive and Thrive in an Impossible World. On to today's content for the podcast. Uh, it's come up several times over the years. Just exactly what role does the tuba play, or has the tuba played, uh, in the history of popular music? Whether that's actual pop music, or, or you know rock music, or any of the in-between bits, or bits around the edges. Um, so here we are, having a chat about all things tuba. <laughs> road reunited digitally and uh, i'm at home in manchester and we've got steve at home in derbyshire i hope me lovely ducklings good re- regional hello there and kev is at home in spain buenos dias como estas there we go we've got to up our game a bit with the languages there <laughs> or i need to develop a really thick mank accent it's come up over the years so i thought it's one of the things we might talk about one of these days in the podcast um our pal stuart from woodworm studios um you know he 
came up with this brilliant nickname for the instrument I play, the tuba, uh, and he called it a grunt trumpet. Um, so I was just having a think, and maybe Kev or Steve, you've got some ideas yourselves about the role of the tuba in the um, <laughs> in the world of rock and pop. I think the germ of this idea came from, I think I was, was I talking to you, Steve, about um, my mate Clive Sarstead, and, and he'd had, uh, I think, Herbie Flowers on, on one of his albums. That's yeah, yeah. Played the bass. Yeah. Uh, and, and Steve said to me, and of course, you know, Herbie was an exponent also of the tuba, which in Indeed, he was. Mm, oh yeah. um, and then when you, when you sort of dig a bit deeper into in, into the rock music and what have you, the, the tuba has made surprising uh, appearances. <laughs> I mean, obviously it's in a lot of Herbie's work, but, uh, you know, Blood, Sweat and Tears, right? They, they had a full-time right. tuba player, Dave Bargeron. I mean, he was like, yeah, I mean, he played other brass as well, but he was... He was primarily a tuba player with blood and blood letters were amazing you know the stones the rolling stones something happened to me yesterday oh yes of course uh features oh. the tuba the rolling stone i mean like, you don't get more rock and roll than that <laughs> <laughs> i love that yeah the kinks album muswell hillbillies yes. yeah john beecham yeah. played tuba on that and it's rumored he might have also played on preservation act one and preservation act two and Going into the pop genre, I believe you'll be able to confirm this better, Chris, probably with with your trained ears of this version. About two minutes in on Happy Together, which is one of the great pop songs of all time, some tuba sneaks in there. Uh, OK, yeah, I'll have to have a listen to listen to that in depth. The, um, I remember one of the times when we were in the studio and Stuart would ask about the grunt trumpet as he had christened it by then. What do you want it to sound like? Do you want it to sound like a tuba or a bass guitar? You know, I think that's a choice people are making about whether they use an instrument in, as as it was intended or, you know, to try to pull off a slightly different sound, the same world but different sound. But yeah, the grunt trumpet, it's got its place. It's got a role. It has. And if, if, you, if, if you count when they use marching, you know, Tusk by Fleetwood Mac features a big yeah. marching band. That's plenty of tuba going on. Oh, yeah, of course. There, great, you know? yeah. We've got it on um, quite a few tracks, you know, and... Hummingbirds is my favourite, and then an old song that Chris and I did called Badger Hill. Uh, where yes, it's nice. Beautiful that. line. It's almost Elgarian, Elgarian. Yeah, that Chris plays with uh, Tom Leary playing the fiddle on top of it. I've enjoyed it when we've had uh, when Chris has played like a really nice, almost that's mm. probably the wrong word, but like a descanty sort of melody, and 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 yeah. there's room for my bass underneath as well. You know, it's 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 nice. Yeah. Yeah, and we've sort of done that trick on a, a few songs over the years. We sort of we started experimenting actually back with Ban- Badger Hill, um, and some of the things um, that back then me and Steve were playing were a bit more folky, sort of guitar and tuba duo gigs we were doing, um, and found that there was that you know there's this nice line to be found in the sort of mid upper range of the tuba where it can play these nice little melodies, sometimes mimicking little bits of the bass line, but actually it's sort of more of a baritone line kind of thing. But it works really well, and we've done that on, on a bunch of songs. I mean. Even on th- things like um, Wrapped Up in You recently, we've there's a little tuba tuba line in there. Um, we snuck a little bit into an upcoming single in a that's coming out in a few weeks. Do you? There's a little tuba bit in there now, um, and it's sort of it's almost like another voice, a sort of you know vo- voice without words, I suppose. Um, but it's this, it, and it's pretty tricky. To, it's tricky to handle in a mix, as you say. We've got to watch out for the bass and the tuba part. But actually, it can add a real depth and warmth. I mean, I, I mean, personally, I love it. I mean, I'm, I'm predisposed to, I think, aren't I? And I remember in the early days, you know, being told by an engineer, you should never layer the 
the bass instrument, so you shouldn't have a bass guitar and a tuba would be mm. horrific. But you, you and Kev have really hit the uh, the groove with that. It seems to work. Yeah, I th- it seems to work wonderfully well. I mean, it, it, it's lovely. little example from our archives of us using the tuba in this sort of more melodic way um i haven't checked but i'm nearly sure we've played hummingbirds uh, on this uh, podcast before um if not you know check out the video for hummingbirds on youtube it's a lovely lovely song um, but today i thought i'd play you perhaps one of the you know forebears to hummingbirds um that song that steve references in that chat just then a song called badger hill which Steve wrote many years ago, uh, and that me and him played lots when we went out as more of a sort of folky duo back in the day. Um, It's one of those songs that would additionally raise a chuckle as I reached over for the tuba, but generally people would be pleasantly surprised uh, by the end of it. Um, I shall leave you to decide for yourself. Now, Badger Hill, as far as I can remember slash work out, relates to the meaning behind the name of my home village, the village in which Steve still lives, um, which, translated through Google, translate a few thousand times, comes out somewhere along the lines as Badger Hill. Um, So here we are, enjoying a, a calm, gentle stroll through the Derbyshire countryside. Badger Hill. There's a boy on a bike with some beer in a bag Scooting down a summer's day, never coming back Hey now, to Badger Hill There's a girl that is waiting with a smile on her face Swears just the cutest thing, the whole human race From Badger Hill Swimming out in the old mill pond Fish between her toes and the stream beyond Willows weeping as the shadows grow Calling for a breeze as the daylight slows There's children building castles Or twixt schemes of mud Just a call to do it Something in the blood of Badger Hill Sailing across the barley, the wheat and the corn Watch the mist rising in the early, early morn Over Badger Hill Swimming out in the old mill pond Fish between her toes and the stream beyond Willows weeping as the shadows grow Calling for a breeze as the daylight slows
been lied over Over Badger Hill Thinking that these days will never ever end Swear we're gonna be the best and ever friends From Badger Hill Swimming out in the old mill pond Fish between her toes and the stream beyond Willows weeping as the shadows grow Calling for a breeze as the daylight slows Over Badger Hill Over Badger Hill Over Badger Hill Following the, the tuba theme here a little, um, this next bit is almost an outtake from the uh, the start of a chat that Steve and I had a few weeks ago whilst Kev was out on his trek, uh, and we accidentally spent five minutes talking about something entirely different to what we were going to talk about. Uh, I couldn't quite work out where to fit it, so I thought it would go in this week's show quite nicely, uh, along with the other tuba-based content. You see, I'd done something very silly and Steve couldn't help but bring it up. Not quite the three of us. We've managed to get two of us together. So me and Steve. Uh, so Steve's on the line from Derbyshire. Hello, Steve. Hello, Christopher. Is that a sousaphone <laughs> I see behind you? Listeners, I've done something very silly. I bought myself a sousaphone quite by accident. It, it, it's, it, it's ginormous, and it's currently sat behind me, looming over my shoulder like some overprotective parent worrying about what I'm doing on the internet. It, it's, it's unbelievable. It's got a name, Christopher. It's called... What? Jupiter. It's, <laughs> it's Jupiter. It's is it like a, a, a racehorse? Uh, was, was, is Jupiter is Jupiter a Greek god or a Roman god? Was he is he the equivalent of Jupiter? Zeus yeah, in one of them. Jupiter, I think, is one of the one of those Greek in gods. Old, in old Holst, isn't it? Isn't it Jupiter's bringer or something? Is it peace? Ah, bringer of jollity. Jollity, which there. is about it's about right. Isn't well, it? Bishop, that is. Your forte and it's per- perfect. your it's purpose perfect. in life, your raison d'etre. <laughs> I, I, there was this phase when we were doing gigs, just you and me with the guitar and tuba years ago. You know, I'd pick up the tuba and there'd be a chuckle around the audience. <laughs> they'd go, oh, we haven't seen one of those in one of these before. That's fun. I, I remember too, uh, you and me and my daughter swimming in uh, Collier Harbour and the look of complete... <laughs> joy and nay uh, um, unfettered excitement it came when bizarrely a man walked along the seafront playing a tuba yeah, yeah. and I remember joy. later that night as I tucked myself up in bed receiving pictures from my my daughter Sarah of you who's found the man with <laughs> with the sousaphone prodigal son returns to his soil yeah it was a situation that only your oldest daughter could have possibly <laughs> contrived it's one it's a photo i had print, printed and it's put it's on my wall at home so i think wrapped with this old sousaphone right? I mean, and i mean we were worse for wear that night let's put it that way yeah. and and cuz i never played i'd literally never played one before and i didn't have to put it on yeah. uh, and um it's pitched differently to what I'm used to. So my tuba is, for the fans out there, the tuba yeah. is pitched in E-flat. Yeah. So my brain and my muscle memory is geared to a certain like shape, meaning a certain pitch. Yeah. But this thing is pitched a fourth lower. Yeah. So my so what I think I'm aiming for, my brain just can't match up. So it was a right bugger to play as well. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, that was August 2010, because I found the date a few, uh, a few days ago when I was looking up 
before and after photos. <laughs> so yeah, ten years ago was my first um, sort of pop on a sousaphone. Embrace. I think what embraces a sousaphone. Embrace. <laughs> yes, my first tussle with a t- sousaphone. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've talked on the podcast before about the. Um, the, the very gentle addiction that musicians suffer from oh, yeah. it happens, it's a common thing and I've, I've taken my next step into I, the world I think of... so it is not unknown for a guitarist to take their guitar to bed with them yes. the, well, uh, the notion that you might climb into bed with your sousaphone <laughs> Pretty inti- intimidating, I think. It was I, a bit... I, I'd need a bigger bed. I mean, honestly, this, this thing is absolutely ginormous. Yeah. And the, a picture does not convey how big it is because you can't get a sense of the perspective. No. It's absolutely huge. Um, and But it's, it's, it's not super heavy, but I thought it would be lighter than the tuba because it's, it's mostly... Um, What's the, what's the what's the material called? Carbon fiber, is it? Or I don't know if it's carbon fiber. I don't think it's that advanced, but it's, it's I think it's essentially a very tough plastic, right? Um, with a metal bit where the valves are. So I thought it would be significantly lighter. It's not significantly <laughs> lighter, the tuba, um, but but it does live on. It lives on your shoulder mainly. So I mean, you could in fact you could put out to sea in it, couldn't you? Cover up a few of the holes, but it would be quite seaworthy, I think. Yeah, I think um, so. so. Anyway, that that thing today is <laughs> lo- looming over my shoulder because you put it in a room and it does nothing but loom. It can't <laughs> not loom. It's so big. Um, but that has, that has joined the family, and no doubt it will find its way onto our next um, bunch of recording, hey, uh, which we're doing in, in, in a couple of, couple of weeks. Indubitably, <laughs> well. um, And I dread to think what nickname our friend Stuart at yeah, is going to yeah. give it. He called the tuba a grunt trumpet. I don't know what he's going to call this one, but as soon as we find out, listeners, we'll let you know because it's going to be ridiculous. Excerpts from A Vagabond Diary. I've been very lucky in my life to have travelled extensively. Lucky in the sense that it wasn't always deliberate or planned for. It's just someone asked me to go somewhere and I went a stage further. In these travels, the treasure has been the unexpected. The diamonds of chance meetings the emeralds of new places, the rubies of unthought thoughts. Once I travelled with some companions in the Namibian bush. We travelled the length of Namibia from Botswana down towards the Orongo Mountains, which lie on the edge of the very forbidding Namib desert. We made camp at the foot of a granite slab among the bush and under the camel thorn tree. Between two camel thorn trees, I slung my hammock. I'd had enough of sleeping on the ground and avoiding scorpions whose white ghostly bodies glowed in my ultraviolet head torch. The Morongo Mountains are basically a huge collapsed volcanic crater, a flat bushland in the middle where one or two people farm and mostly leopards and baboons roam. The flat middle is surrounded by steep granite volcanic rocks 
which in the half-light of twilight or dawn take on the strange shapes of witches and three elephants. We were there for a few days, a few of us wannabe explorers, and Ben McNutt and the bearded Werner, a German Namibian and friend of the Sun Bushman, whose tribal remnants are broken and dispersed across southern Africa, including here. One night I, I cooked a paella on a great big pan under the stars, determined to win from my friend Jason Webster the extreme paella world record. But on another day, scrambling under weather-worn yellow outcrops, we discovered Bushman paintings on the rocks. Perhaps the first people to see them since their creators disappeared. Mostly now in russet red, that all that remains were under the colours have faded. There were men with bows, people dancing, women carrying children, giraffe and kudu that lingered on like reluctant ghosts. The images represented, said Werner, what the long-gone sun bushmen saw when they danced themselves into a trance. We stared, most of us, in a spirit of intense reflection, thinking of those who had once stood or crouched here an indeterminate time before, creating these enigmatic reflections of their world and their soul. Later we gathered from tents and hammocks around a fire as sparrow-weaver birds roosted in baskets of dried grass above our heads and those scorpions scuttled under our feet, watched from a ledge above by a group of suspicious baboons. Werner cut himself a pipe and talked of these original people. He told of their cosmos, their ethos and their calamity. He told us of the days when it was perfectly legal to kill them, of the days when Dutch and British settlers would get themselves to church on Sunday, sing hymns of love and redemption, take a fine lunch of oryx or kudu, and then mount up on their horses and ride out to shoot the first people of Africa. A quiet hung on us as we felt the silent witness of their art and their long dead eyes watching. And at the end of the day, as I lay in my hammock, bits of a song came into my head, which I'd started to write years and years back. Back then I couldn't work out what it was supposed to be, so I had put it down and left it. Now, as the leopard slipped through the darkness, I did. That song was We Were The First. It's a song about what we take away when we invade and conquer and colonize. We were the first, we were the innocents who moved lightly across this land. 
travel through the fire to find the healing could hear the water song the earth's concealing we were the first we were the first we were the first but then they came it's the end of days there's those who hunt us down chase us from the ground that we were born on steal the stories dreams and dances we get high on and then they came and then they came and then they came when all's been said and done when children of the sun born under sun skies in the gaze of a single eye so speak my name out loud speak my name out loud oh now speak my name out loud and so i pray it's a cry of rage but there's no one there to hear as they summon up their gods and guns and forces And shoot us from the back to wild-eyed horses And so I pray A cry of rage And so I pray When all's been said and done We're children of the sun Born under sun skies In the gaze of a single eye So speak my name out loud Speak my name out loud War oh, now speak my name out loud My brother Cain You deserted me now I'm just a painting on the wall An echo in the call of the leopards leaving A shadow in the grass at the edge of evening My brother came My brother came My brother came When all's been said and done We're children of the sun Born under sun skies In the gaze of a single eye So speak my name out loud Speak my name out loud Oh, now speak my name out loud Yeah, speak my name
welcome to another Kev's Cafe Corner. This week, dear listener, we're heading to Morocco and uh, a little town called Essaouira, which is out towards the coast. It's, there's like a highway, quite a new um, twin lane highway that goes from uh, Marrakesh out to there. It's not really sort of particularly populated by cars, but there are a lot of donkeys on it. It's quite a strange sight, I have to say. Um, but yeah, Essaouira is a, a lovely little town in Morocco, and uh, it's got the souk, you know, and the the fantastic bustling sort of bazaars and the the spice stalls, absolutely myriad of of colours and and smells and and experiences in there, and it's it's a wonderful place. I walked into this uh, leather shop selling handbags and bags and various uh, belts, etc. Um, browsed probably for about 40 seconds before the owner invited uh, me for some mint tea um, and cleared the bags from the from the shelves which aren't really shelves they, they are designed for what he was about to do which is turn the place into like a little lounge and you all sit cross-legged on these little levels um, of, of carpeted sort of areas and, and uh, share tea with them and there's no obligation to buy anything but I guess most people do but you just sort of enjoy the social atmosphere, the 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 fact you're sat around with other travellers from other parts of the world, and and it's it's really a genuine pleasure to to go, I suppose you call it window shopping in these places. And if I'm honest, you know the the, the price of a of a small bag that you may or may not need as you leave uh, is well worth paying to enjoy the company and stories of people from around the world and the hospitality of the stallholder. And so it was on one such day as this and I'm wandering around the souk and um, I heard this music literally drifting on the breeze and, and it was absolutely hypnotic and and yet it had that insistent... There was something Western about it and yet not. Um, it had a vibe, it had a groove. And I'm thinking, yeah, and it, it just fitted with my mood and the and the atmosphere walking through these streets and it, this amazing interesting rhythms and atonal guitar and strange chanting and, and vocal um, and I traced the source to this little sort of stall within like a, an archway, an alcove um, and it was selling a myriad of total knockoff cassettes and cds and what have you and i asked the guy who is this band and that was my first introduction to one of the greatest world music acts that we've ever seen i think a band called tinariwan now tinariwan uh, were mali tribesmen and who'd, who'd actually fought in in wars you know to to gain their independence and, and lived an incredible life in the desert and they they they'd formed this band you know there's a beautiful photograph very evocative of this band of a camel with a couple of dan electro guitars slung over the, the saddle and it's just that image completely conjures up the 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 duality of what they do the connection with the west the, the you know the the 
the exotica of it all and, and it the music um was just hypnotic in every sense and i i just bought up what he had you know some a couple of cds some cassettes and as i uh enjoyed my my trip in morocco further over the next couple of weeks heading up into the atlas mountains this was just the perfect accompaniment to be listening to this music as i drove through these regions and um they became one of my favourite alternative artists, really, and uh, I realised then that they'd collaborated with the likes of, I think, Peter Gabriel and um, and Robert Plant and what have you, and a lot of people have have, have sought these guys out because they are they're pretty unique, um, and I can think of no better way to discover a new band than in in that scenario, surrounded by the the smells of the of the Moroccan cooking, the sights of the spices and the people and the bustle of this foreign land uh, and to have that music coming at you through the through the airwaves uh, and following it to its source and, and, and buying it for yourself was just um, quite a special moment for me and whenever I listen to Tinarawin's music now I am back in Essaouira and the Atlas Mountains. So that's my little anecdote for today, ladies and gentlemen, another record shop such as it was in an alcove in a little Moroccan town, and aren't they often the best? Until the next time. Plenty to be chewing on here. Uh, some silliness, some thoughtfulness, some calm. You know, all the spirit of a, a Bishop's Daily Bread segment is peppered throughout this episode, as it is. So only a very brief missive from me this time. Um, I slipped into that not having any bread um, sort of scenario again this week, uh, but managed to curtail it a little bit sooner this time, got things back on track, baked a loaf, uh, and things were going okay again. Um, we're at full pelt here at Vagabond Towers, gearing up for our time in the uh, recording studio next week, uh, including filming for the music videos. Um, so the days are going to be very, very full, uh, and actually not much time for baking or cooking or anything. So we'll have to box clever probably with a, a few easy bakes. You know, I've obviously been designated chief baker for the week. Um, perhaps a no-need bread or two. You know, we'll come up with some things. Anyway, more kitchen updates next time. <laughs> That's it for this week. Thanks for listening, wherever in the world you are. Subscribe to the podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts. The next episode will be out next Friday. Join us on YouTube for the Transatlantic Connection show and become part of the Transatlantic Connection movement. Head to youtube.com slash thevagabondway. Search for The Vagabond Way or Steve Bottom the Long Road on Facebook. You'll find us. All of our music is on Bandcamp, where you can help support a positive ecosystem for the music industry. You know, download, streaming, vinyl, CDs, it's all there. Um, head to thevagabondway.bandcamp.com. We're on Patreon at patreon.com slash thevagabondway. Big thank you to our Patreons and a special shout-out to 
Orla Flynn, James Lydon, Stuart Lydon, Yvette Lydon, and Trish Taylor. Thank you for your ongoing support. Patreon is a great platform that makes it super easy for anyone out there, you, to support content that you love on a monthly basis. It gives you direct access to the people creating the stuff you love, us, hopefully, and you get to play an integral part in shaping the direction of things that we make. So, become a Vagabonder. That's our name for our supporters on Patreon to help us create music, live performances, books and short stories, this weekly podcast, our YouTube show, and some new things we're cooking up. As a Vagabonder, you can get the recordings and books we make for free, receive exclusive patron-only merchandise in the post, get regular behind-the-scenes updates from us, unlock access to exclusive livestream performances and Q&As, and lots more. You can help us create something different, something that entertains, and something that inspires others. So, join us on the journey and release the Vagabond within. Patreon.com slash the Vagabond way. Thank you once again, brave adventurers, vagabonds, and explorers, for joining us on The Vagabond Way. Remember, the world isn't beige, it's authentic, it's rich, and it's real. Embrace every last bit of it. Until next time, the journey goes ever on with The Long Road. Bye for now. (laughs) 